0: The Oahu Legends of Maui From Legends of Maui, a demigod of Polynesia and of his mother Hina by W. D. Westervelt This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org The Oahu Legends of Maui Several Maui legends have been located on the island of Oahu. They were given by Mr. Kaya to Mr. T.G. Thrum, the publisher of what is well known in the Hawaiian Islands as Thrum's Annual. He has kindly furnished them for added interest to the present volume. The legends have a distinctly local flavor, confined entirely to Oahu. It has seemed best to reserve them for a chapter by themselves, although they are chiefly variations of stories already told. Maui and the Two Gods This history of Maui and his grandmother Hina begins with their arrival from foreign lands. They dwelt in Kaneana, Kane's cave, Waianae Oahu. This is an ana, or cave, at Pu'uahulu. Hina had wonderful skill in making all kinds of tapa, according to the custom of the woman of ancient Hawaii. Maui went to the Ko'olau side and rested at Kahalu'u, a diving place in Ko'olau Poko. In that place, there is a noted hill Kamaeleele. This is the story of that hill. Maui threw up a pile of dirt and concealed rubbish under it. The two gods, Kane and Kanaloa, came along and asked Maui what he was doing. He said, What you see. You two dig on that side to the foot of the pali, precipice, and I will go down at Kahaluu. If you two dig through first, you may kill me. If I get through first, I will kill you. They agreed and began to dig and throw up the dirt. Then Maui dug three times and tossed up some of the hills of that place. Kane and Kanaloa saw that Maui was digging very fast, so they put forth very great strength and threw the dirt into a hill. Meanwhile, Maui ran away to the other side of the island. Thus, by the aid of the gods, the hill Ma'elieli was thrown up and received its name Eli, meaning dig. Ma'elieli meant the place of digging. How they found fire It was said that Maui and Hina had no fire. They were often cold and had no cooked food. Maui saw flames rising in a distant place and ran to see how they were made. When he came to that place, the fire was out and some birds flew away. One of them was kaalae huapi, the stingy alae, a small duck, the Hawaiian mud hen. Maui watched again and saw fire. When he went up, the bird saw him coming and scattered the fire, carrying the ashes into the water, but he leaped and caught the little alae. Ah, he said, I will kill you because you do not let me have fire. The bird replied, if you kill me, you cannot find fire. Maui said, where is fire? The alae said, Go up on the high land where beautiful plants with large leaves are standing. Rub their branches. Maui set the bird free and went inland from Halawa and found dry land taro. He began to rub the stalks, but only juice came out like water. He had no red fire. He was very angry and said, If that lying ala'e is caught again by me, I will be its death. After a while... He saw the fire burning and ran swiftly. The bird saw him and cried, the cooking is over. Here comes the swift grandchild of Hina. They scattered the fire, threw the ashes away and flew into the water. But again, Maui caught the alae and began to kill it, saying, you gave me a plant full of water from which to get fire. The bird said, if I die, you can never find fire. I will give you the secret of fire take a branch of that dry tree and rub. Maui held the bird fast in one hand while he rubbed the other until smoke and fire came out. Then he took the fire stick and rubbed the head of the bird, making a place where red and white feathers have grown ever since. He returned to Hina and taught her how to make fire, using the two fire sticks and how to twist coconut fiber to catch the fire when it had been kindled in wood but the alae was not forgotten. It was called huapi, stingy, because it selfishly kept a knowledge of fire-making to itself. Maui catching the sun. Maui watched hina making tapa. The wet tapa was spread on a long tapa board, and hina began at one end to pound it into shape, pounding from one end to another. He noticed that sunset came by the time she had pounded to the middle of the board. The sun hurried so fast that she could only begin her work before the day was past. He went to the hill Haleakala, which means journey of the sun. He thought he would catch the sun and make it move slowly. He went up the hill and waited. When the sun began to rise, Maui made himself long, stretching up toward the sky. Soon, the shining legs of the sun came up the hillside. He saw Maui and began to run swiftly, but Maui reached out and caught one of the legs, saying, Oh, sun, I will kill you. You are a mischief maker. You make trouble for Hina by going so fast. Then he broke the shining leg of the sun. The sufferer said, I will change my way and go slowly, six months slow and six months faster. Thus arose the saying, Long shall be the daily journey of the sun, and he shall give light for all the people's toil. Hina learned that she could pound until she was tired, while the farmers could plant and take care of their fields. Thus, also this hill received its name, Haleakala. This is one of the hills of Wai'anae, near the precipice of the hill Pu'uohulu. Uniting the Islands Maui suggested to Hina that he had better try to draw the islands together, uniting them in one land. Hina told Maui to go and see Alae Hina, who would tell him what to do. The Alae told him they must go to Ponaha Keone, a fishing place outside of Pearl Harbor, and find Kaunihokahi, the one tooth, who held the land under the sea. Maui went back to Hina, She told him to ask his brothers to go fishing with him. They consented and pushed out into the sea. Soon, Maui saw a baling dish floating by the canoe and picked it up. It was named Hina Akeka, Hina who fell off. They paddled to Ponaha Keone. When they stopped, they saw a beautiful young woman in the boat. Then they anchored and again looked in the boat. But the young woman was gone. They saw the baling dish and threw it into the sea. Maui Mua threw his hook and caught a large fish, which was seen to be a shark as they drew it to the surface. At once, they cut the line. So also Maui Hope and Maui Waina. At last, Maui threw his hook, Manai Kalani, into the sea. It went down, down into the depths. Maui cried, Hina Akeka has my hook in her hand. By her, it will be made fast. Hina went down with the hook until she met Kaunihokahi. She asked him to open his mouth, then threw the hook far inside and made it fast. Then she pulled the line so that Maui should know that the fish was caught. Maui fastened the line to the outrigger of the canoe and asked his brothers to paddle with all diligence and not look back. Long, long they paddled and were very tired. Then, Maui took a paddle and dipped deep into the sea. The boat moved more swiftly through the sea. The brothers looked back and cried, There is plenty of land behind us. The charm was broken. The hook came out of the one tooth, and the raised islands sank back into their place. The natives say the islands are now united to America. Perhaps Maui has been at work. Maui and Pea, Pea the Eight-Eyed Maui had been fishing and had caught a great fish upon which he was feasting. He looked inland and saw his wife Kumulama seized and carried away by Pea, Pea Makawalu, Pea, Pea the Eight-Eyed. This is a legend derived from the myths of many islands in which Lupe or Rupe, pigeon, changed himself into a bird and flew after his sister Hina, who had been carried on the back of a shark to distant islands. Sometimes as a man and sometimes as a bird, he prosecuted his search until Hina was found. Maui pursued Pea, Pea but could not catch him. He carried Maui's wife over the sea to a far away island. Maui was greatly troubled, but his grandmother sent him inland to find an old man who would tell him what to do. Maui went inland, and looking down toward Waipahu, saw this man, Kuolokele. He was humpbacked. Maui threw a large stone and hit the hill on the back, knocked it off, and made the back straight. The old man lifted up the stone and threw it to Waipahu, where it lies to this day. Then, he and Maui walked together. He told Maui to go and catch birds, and gather tea leaves and fibers of the ie, ie vine and fill his house. These things Maui secured and brought to him. He told Maui to go home and return after three days. Kuolokele took the tea leaves and the ie, ie threads and made the body of a great bird, which he covered with bird feathers. He fastened all together with the ie, ie. This was done in the first day. The second day, he placed food inside and tried his bird, and it flew all right. Thus, as the Hawaiians say, the first flying ship was made in the time of Maui. This is a modern version of Rupe changing himself into a bird. On the third day, Maui came and saw the wonderful bird body thoroughly prepared for his journey. Maui went inside. Kuolokele said, when you reach that land, look for a village. If the people are not there, look to the beach. If there are many people, your wife and Pea Pea, the eight-eyed, will be there. Do not go near, but fly out over the sea. The people will say, "Oh, the strange bird," but Pea Pea will say, "This is my bird. It is taboo." You can then come to the people. Maui pulled the i'i'e ropes fastened to the wings and made them move. Thus, he flew away into the sky. Two days was his journey before he came to that strange island, Moana Ikawa Okele. It was a beautiful island. He flew inland to a village, but there were no people, according to the ancient chant. The houses of Limaloa stand, but there are no people. They are at Mana. The people were by the sea. Maui flew over them. He saw his wife, but he passed on flying out over the sea, skimming like a sea bird down to the water and rising gracefully up to the sky. Pea Pea called out, this is my bird, it is taboo." Maui heard and came to the beach. He was caught and placed in a taboo box. The servants carried him up to the village and put him in the chief's sleeping house when Pea Pea and his people returned to their homes. In the night, Pea Pea and Maui's wife lay down to sleep. Maui watched Pea Pea, hoping that he would soon sleep. Then he would kill him. Maui waited. One eye was closed. Seven eyes were opened. Then four eyes were closed, leaving three. The night was almost past and dawn was near. Then Maui called to Hina with his spirit voice. Oh Hina, keep it dark. Hina made the gray dawn dark in the three eyes, and two closed in sleep. The last eye was wary, and it also slept. Then Maui went out of the bird body and cut off the head of Pea Pea, and put it inside the bird. He broke the roof of the house until a large opening was made. He took his wife, Kumulama, and flew away to the island of Oahu. The winds blew hard against the flying bird. Rain fell in torrents around it, but those inside had no trouble. Thus Maui returned with his wife to his home in Oahu. The story is Pau Finished. End of the Oahu Legends of Maui from Legends of Maui, a demigod of Polynesia and of his mother Hina by W. D. Westervelt.